appropriate day, and then you get to watch the half hour of the new one. You know, syndication drags down the new shows. Yeah. The um, uh, I remember on Mash one times Hawkeye came to the <laughs> Sydney, and he was like, "Why am I so depressed?" And Sydney was like, "Uh, because it's a war." And Hawkeye's like, "Thanks, Doc. It's always great. You always make me feel better." Now look, his big finish. Nobody claps. Well, I like the cameras on the bottom of the stage. The floor is the stage floor. Interesting director. <laughs> yeah, you are. Mic drop. First thing in. Welcome back to Racers Alley here at BED uh, Radio in the heart of the mission. And uh, great Brian just showed up and it's like, I don't know what's going on yet, but we just got to talk with Pam. And uh, he just turned on the outside uh, uh, system and... First thing I did was put the mic in and it just fell. Yar. So anyhow, welcome back to Racers Alley here in the uh, heart of the mission in uh, Mutiny Radio. Yar, yar. Wow. Whew. Let me breathe for a second. So that being said, I just saw Pamtastic. She's actually doing a show over in, uh, I think she said San Jose. I wish I would have gotten the name and the, the show because uh, right now Pam is our leader here, our captain at Mutiny Radio. She's done everything she could to uh, keep this place surviving for well over, you know, geez, many, many years. Um, that being said, um, without her, we would have had, uh, well, she kept Racer's Alley alive. And um, that being said, uh, can we turn that a little bit lower down out front? And then let's open these two windows and get some air. Awesome. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, it's nice to have someone here because you, you know these last two shows were really messed up uh, in a sense because uh, for various technical reasons. So I'm really, really happy to have Mo Crate back and uh, he'll be spinning some tunes. And uh, so Gutturation Wade Boyd should be on it as well. And uh, I think we're going to have a couple of guests call in uh, at certain points. And um, yeah, let's get the show back on the road. Like I said, I tried the last couple of weeks to refine my show myself and uh, that was a big big fail however i was able to you know do things with notes and stuff and i'll be able to read them easier now that i don't have to worry about taking care of the music and uh other things uh milk crates always said i'd rather take care of everything that way you can concentrate on your show alex so we're going to work on that a little yeah so that being said um welcome to races alley here at meeting the radio in the heart of the mission again uh it's been a while since we've been back. Uh, this is our first show here that we're going to actually have uh, the full wrecking crew in here. Uh, Milk Crate Brian's going to be here uh, spinning some tunes. Hey, say hey, Milk. Uh, say hey, Milk Crate. Hey, yep. hey, everybody. How's it going? It's good to be back. Yeah, yeah. I made that mic work, so somewhere I pushed a button correctly. Yeah, and uh, Wade Boyd will be here from Subculture Racing, and uh, we'll hear about what's going on with those boys as far as sidecars and all that good stuff. Um, we might have Eric Lindauer from... Uh, Subculture, subculture racing call in as well and uh, uh yeah yeah what else do we have going uh, is anyone else going to call in hmm. i don't know yet we'll just have to decide when they call in anyway uh we may have a uh, clay murphy here from uh firstrides.org drop by if not i'll have a bunch of uh uh, little bulletins, uh, to, uh, yar, yar, nice little writers uh, about his organization and what they just uh, ran across as well as uh, the donations and how great his organization is, is doing as far as teaching kids how to ride and uh, have a special, uh, how do you say, um, well, he, you know, his, his whole organiza organization is about sponsorship. I'm trying to talk too much without working out. 
uh, warming up and all that good stuff. So, Milk Ray, you got any tunes to put on? Let's take a few minutes here so I can warm up. tunes for you. Milk Crate got some new records over the break. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Milk Crate's back at 6.03, apparently to my clock, hopefully. Uh, as in the last two shows, we didn't offend you in the first 15 seconds. And uh, welcome back to Mutiny Radio, and welcome back to Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission. Milk Crate, rock on. All right, we've got some ZZ Top for you. Yar. Remember the, the mom? Oh. Yes. So she's, she's okay. Uh, see? Yep. It ain't only me. Yeah, things have changed here at Mutiny Radio, and I've been going a little crazy here, going backwards and stuff, but there's a button over there that we got to turn left. That one. That one, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I did that one, and it seemed to work. So, anyways, so, yeah, firstrights.org, Clay might be coming in after the uh, SFMC meeting he's going to. Apparently, uh, Bungie Brett's going to be accepted over there at the SFMC, and, you know, RER, it's a big deal. San Francisco Motorcycle Club is one of the oldest clubs here in San Francisco, and I've had a few friends, uh, you know, uh, I've known many, many people who've uh, been part of that organization. I believe they're over 100 years old, Yar. And uh, that being said, you know, um, they've helped Soul Culture Racing, uh, Wade and myself, uh, Alex. Yar, here we go. <laughs> so, all right. I'm glad to know that it's not only me. We can have a full crew. But uh, like I said, we are getting things down now, and uh, now Milk Crate understands how I like. <laughs> so that being said, uh, SFMC, San Francisco Motorcycle Club, has helped Soap Culture Racing out uh, for many, many, many years. And uh, they helped me get to the Isle of Man uh, more than once. Uh, their clubhouse, actually, you know, Art, uh, I'm sorry, um, <laughs> English Rob, who used to uh, have uh, Ace Cafe over there, uh, you know, he runs races uh, there live, uh, or he streams them there uh, every Sunday when, when he can. So it's always, always cool to have San Francisco Motorcycle Club part of our, our family here in, in, in uh, the city. Uh, it's actually an honor. And it's also really cool to go there and watch racing every Sunday night uh, or every Sunday afternoon or something when Rob puts it out. But uh, anyways, I was just uh, bambling on just to, you know... Uh, Due to Cliff, you know, Cliff does firstrides.org. He's part of the San Francisco Motorcycle Club. And uh, cheers to Bungie Brent, who's getting, the, uh, well, whatever's happening. And uh, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about firstrides.org in a little bit. Like I said, I'm going to chill for a second. I just got back into the studio, and it takes a little while to warm up. And uh, one of my mates asked, it's like, Alex, why don't you just do an hour show since you don't have anything to say? It's just like, it takes about a half hour to even get going. So, yar, yar. So, anyways, welcome to Racers Alley here at Meeting Radio in the Heart of the Mission. Milk Crate, we got something going? Yeah, we'll, we'll actually get the ZZ Top going for you. I found the little crossfader button was backwards, so... <laughs> exactly. I'll trip you up. Things have changed. Bill Quay hasn't been here in a while, actually. Uh, I, I think since March. Yeah. I don't think so. I think the last show was in April, maybe. Yeah. 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 It's been a while. I, I stopped for a while, and uh, anyhow, welcome, uh, Milk Crate, uh, back, and yar uh, yar. ZZ Top. <laughs> I think one of them boys just passed. Rumors spreading round. United Texas town About to shack outside the game 
You know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you're gonna go to that whole mile on the range. They got a lot of nice girls.
that was The Cure with Grinding Halt. And in the spirit of grinding, our next track is by Nick Cave's solo project, Grinder Man. It's called The No Pussy Blues. love myself that I must above all things love myself I saw a girl in the crowd I ran over, I shouted out I asked her if I could take her out but she said that she didn't want to I changed the sheets on my bed I combed the hairs across my head I sucked in my gut and still she said That she just didn't want to I read her Elliot, I read her Yeats I tried best to stay up late I fixed the hinges on her gate But still she just never wanted to A dozen snow white doves I did her dishes in rubber gloves I called her honeybee I called her love But she just still didn't want to She just never wants to type of flower. I played a guitar by the hour. I patted her revolting little chihuahua, but still she just didn't want to. I wrote a song with a hundred lines. I picked a bunch of dandelions. I walked her through the trembling pines, but she just even then didn't want to. She just never wants to. I thought I'd try another tack I drank a liter of cognac I threw it down upon her back But she just laughed and said That she just didn't want to I thought I'd have another go I called her my little hoe I felt like my soul, my soul must feel When she said that she just never wanted to She just didn't want to I got the no pussy blues I got the no pussy blues I got the no
Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to Races Ella here at Meet New Radio in the Heart of the Mission. Woo! I said that really quick. It's supposed to last a little while. Anyways, Wade Boyd from Simple Culture Racing just rolled on in, and we got Mel Kate Bryan in as well. Hello, hello. Uh, spilling tunes. Uh, let's see. Uh, mic check, boys. I should be number two. <laughs> All right. Here I are. Here we go. Nice. All right. Are. So, anyhow, uh, boy, it's been a while since we had the wrecking crew here at uh, Mutiny Radio, and. Uh, Boy, I think we're in September, almost October world. But anyhow, we have things to go over as far as uh, track days and uh, what's happening over at the uh, uh, San Pedro Martir Hill Climb as well as the Baja International Tourist Cup. I have things to go over with the track days and announcement that way. Also, you know, usually our race schedules. Wait, we always want to know what's going on. Uh, uh, Apex Assassin track days uh, had a little issue. I'm sorry. And uh, let's see. Uh, we got Mutiny Radio. Uh, I guess what's going on within the next week, uh, and also we will have a comedy festival coming up as well. So as far as Mutiny Radio goes, I will be getting uh, in more detail that way. Yeah. Anyhow, um, it was really, really cool to see, uh, number one, uh, Milk Crate. Uh, he was part of a, I guess, uh, what you call a uh, builder's, um, what would you call that? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult thing to introduce, but there is uh, a district in San Francisco called the Filipino Heritage District, somewhere over in Soma. Um, am I not coming through? You got me. Yeah. Um, and it, it's down in Soma, sort of past like where SF MoMA and Yerba Buena are. And one of my good friends from Dirtbag Challenge, Paulo, the guy that's done all the Dirtbag documentaries, if anybody's ever seen them out here, um... He is. He got a grant from the city to build mobile artwork, uh, and what he decided to do was to build this uh, moving vehicle. It's a. It's called a tricycle. It's a three-wheeled Filipino kind of tuk-tuk-looking thing. What do you call it? A, a tricycle? They call it a tricycle, kind of like tricycle. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, it's kind of like the meter made mobile, but they're all hopped up, right? Not they're quite. No, because it doesn't have a solid rear axle. Oh, okay. So um, it's uh, it's it's basically a motorcycle with a sidecar. It's a Honda Rebel with a very elaborate Ooh. sidecar, which has a roof and an overhang that kind okay. of encompasses the whole bike. Neat. So do they have these in other parts of the world, or is it a custom-made machine? Uh, it's custom-made, and the sidecar itself was imported from the Philippines. Um, gotcha. It is held they, together with rebar. They make everything down there. Yeah, it's held together with rebar and some really bad welding. Well, um, uh, there we go. Well, it's do what you can do with what you got, right? Yeah. You know, so it was a wonderful example of a nice piece of art. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, it's all been hand-painted uh, by someone in the Filipino community. Um, Mike Arkega, the famous Filipino metal artist in the city. Uh, he's... Uh, He's done all the welding. He's done all the, the metal work on it. And then yours truly, Milk Crate Lester, did all the electrics on it. Uh, because what goes great in a flashy, gaudy Filipino sidecar? A couple things. One, ground effects. Uh, multicolored flashing ground effects. Well, uh, yeah, the lights were a, a part of, you know, it's its own moving advertisement, right? It is its own <laughs> moving <laughs> advertisement. <laughs> it's got a million headlights on the thing. And then... Uh, what makes it a special piece of art is if you are in the sidecar, you can do karaoke in there. We have hooked up a karaoke system into the bike, uh, which runs fully off the bike's uh, 
power system, I had to do a lot of little tricks to squeeze every drop of power out of that stator possible. Um, had to cut down voltage all over the place, headlights, taillights, use all LEDs everywhere. But we got it under 200 watts. So you were a Scotty. You made that Enterprise run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that exactly. says a lot to actually make something, you know, squeeze power out to make something else run, especially, you know, for what it wasn't made for. So, you know, cheers for you on engineering-wise. Oh, thank you. But, you know, I mean, the real cool. credit goes to the guys uh. that made this bike beautiful because you, you know I can hack something together. But this is painted, and it's so beautiful. It's been in a couple museums. Yeah. It was in SF MoMA for a while. Um, and next year, I believe in January, it's going to be permanently installed in the Asian Art Museum. Um, wow. So I had to rig it up so that it'll run off wall power because they won't let us idle the motorcycle in the building. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I might have to, like, uh, we'll, we'll swap motors and put that in something yeah. else. Yeah. Oh, something. we're just using a big old battery charger, and we're pretty much just running it off a trickle charger, like an 8-amp trickle charger that'll just keep topping off the battery and letting us run the, the karaoke and the lights and all the fancy stuff off of it. Um, oh, it's also, you can check the schedule of the Exploratorium down at uh, Pier 39, and there are a couple days where they wheel it in there, and they have it hooked up on a big stage with motorcycle video playing in the background, and you can go on stage and do karaoke in front of a big audience there, too. Well, well, I did see that originally. Uh, when you, when you, I, I couldn't make it that night for the premiere, but I, right. I did see it in the paper, maybe SF Gate. But you guys had that out in, um, in the, I guess, uh, out the near the water or in the dark. I haven't been to the new Exploratorium. Yeah. Um, however, it was really neat to see the rig out there, and uh, I was proud that you guys uh, had it out there for the Exploratorium. Oh. So that's really, really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's of course been making the press all over the place especially in the Philippines if you search tricycle online every Filipino paper in the world has done an article about this thing and us driving it on the Golden Gate Bridge and the whole project so I feel like I'm an international sensation now uh, although I'm only really loosely affiliated with this project and I just did a little bit of wiring work for them well uh, being, being very humble because the wiring is about everything uh, wait I don't know I mean the old English triumphs and stuff didn't they have all weird wiring yeah yeah <laughs> so it's yeah. about making it a run they did it backwards and they got a negative uh, negative positive, positive earth. oh yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. So everything bad. actually works that way it's just backwards yeah I mean, it doesn't really and, uh, matter which way the electricity flows it's yeah. just a convention and you got your convertible uh, Triumph. Uh, is that is that uh, funnily uh, wired like that? Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's positive Earth too. Yeah. Wow. Positive. Wow. Never yeah. thought about that. Never Everything else are. is negative ground, but that's positive ground. Interesting. So you got to think about it when you play with it. Yeah, exactly. You shock yourself a lot. Yeah, huh? I, I didn't have a radio, so I didn't have to worry about that. But. <laughs> you are, you are. Well, Milk Crate, you know, that's really, really great. And uh, is there a name for the organization or a, uh, a, a benefit or anything You can like find that? it by uh, either going to Mike Arcega's website. That's Mike, M-I-K-E, Arcega, A-R-C-E-G-A. He's the artist that's really at the front and responsible for the piece. You can find out all the details there about who did each aspect of it. Um, and that'll also have some links to the different events that are going on. Um, also check out the Asian Art Museum's calendar and the Exploratorium's calendar for uh, when it's going to be out there in the near future. I don't know that off the top of my head. Um, but I had been talking with the guys last time at our last event, and they really want to come on the show and tell you more about it. Because they're really the historians. They can tell you about, you know, why these things are so popular in the Philippines, you know, different stories that people have that connect them to this. 
Um, when we're driving that around, old cool. Filipino grandmas come up to us and they want to talk and tell about how they used to ride around in one of these back in the day, and we take them for a ride around the block, and it's really special, and they have a ton of stories about that. I believe Paulo, being the cameraman he is, is also shooting a documentary on this, too. Uh, Wade, Paulo, you, you, and, you and he met, I mean, uh, he was part of a big deal with the uh, Urban Moto. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, picking him up off the ground once, even. <laughs> oh, I was just uh, asking Milkrate what's your mic number, but rather oh, than just number? going that way. He's four. He's okay. All right, number cool. Four. So three's the one that's doing the feedback in year two. Anyways, hey, welcome back to Racer's Alley. Anyways, yeah, Apollo used to be uh, a big deal with the Urban Moto, as I recall. Yeah. You know, back, back, back in the day, a uh, very creative man, and uh, I see him through, uh, you know, uh, social social network stuff, and, um, you know, he's he's always like, like I see you and, uh, you know, building the pirate boats and all that. I mean, he's always been always, always creative. I mean, he's never... Stop being creative no matter what he's doing. There's always something yeah. he's working at to, to do something that's, you know, uh, makes everyone happy. And uh, his kids are going to be natural born, you know, uh, wonderful creative uh, folks. Oh, they are. They're, I've, yeah, I've, yeah. Met him, I've met him and they are. Yeah. I think so. his daughter's already a, a <laughs> fundamentally great bassist yeah. from what I've heard her she, play. She was born with Peter yeah. Pan. Because <laughs> yeah, he's a big yeah. in the music scene, too. He does a lot of music stuff i don't know if you know yeah that Paul, so uh, in a couple let's, bands and let's things definitely like that. get him here yeah yeah you're true that would really really be great um you know racers alley is back uh right now uh you know we're going to spend a little bit of time uh dealing with uh you know we got some races going down south and uh local track days and stuff but uh uh, off season and stuff you know let's let's start concentrating more on the artistic nature of you know, all of us, what we're doing on the on the downside. You know, I think right now, uh, uh, Mr. Off season? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, you might not have an off season. But uh, anyways, you know, I think like uh, Hoover Heights out there running a big old, uh, you know, uh, land speed. Electric you know, lands. Yeah, I'd love to have him on here. But anyway, um, yeah, so, you know, it takes a lot to do that. And that's yeah. when you're in the off season when... You know, apparently, uh, some people down uh, other parts of the world, it gets so cool they can't do shit, but sit there and look at their bike. And, oh yeah, or you know, make dreams. You know, uh, stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, I think on our off season, so to speak, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about people's off season because they're all over the world and everyone's doing something, you know, to to make everything happy and fine and stuff. So yeah, yeah. So uh, let's see. Uh, let's put on a little, another record here for a second. We'll get back to you shortly. I got to answer a, a text in my book. And Milk Crate, what do we got? Well, uh, in honor of their recent show at the Independent, which Milk Crate Brian did get to go to, Big um, deal. Metallica yeah. in front of 400 people at one of San Francisco's smallest venues in the city. No kidding. Um, and it was. $20 for a ticket, but you had to have cash in hand, and you had to buy it at the box office. Nope. $20. Fuck the scalpers. It was actually 1981, which is the year <laughs> this album, Kill Em All, came out, and then there was a 19-cent service fee. Uh, but 20 bucks, <laughs> cash in hand, got you in, and all the punk rock boys from Lower Hate were in line at the Independent and got to see Metallica. I was as close to James Hetfield as I am to you right now, Alex. That's what I heard. Uh, 
I had a, a couple of other folks who going, man, last time I saw them, it was $200 a ticket. And they're just like, we're so lucky to be here. And there are more folks my age. Mm -hmm. But anyhow, um, yeah, it was like every row is the first seat. You know, uh, a million years ago, I got to see Neil Young, Neil Young and Crazy Horse at the Truckadaro. Oh, wow. And uh, it was the same thing. 200 people. I mean, there's no bad seat. Every seat's a front row. So I'm really, really happy. And especially love it. And it's like RER. So Milk Crate went out and saw Metallica. Yeah, and so this next little music set here is all going to be bands that either were scheduled to play and canceled. Uh, rest in peace, Shellac, for having to cancel some shows. Um, and we saw Metallica last week or two weeks ago. And then coming up after this, I'm going to play from a band from Chicago called Local H, which is playing at the Chapel tonight. Ooh. Uh, uh, I think it's, the show starts at 8.30. They'll probably be on stage around 9.30 because there's an opener. And you'll um, be checking them out, yeah? And I'll be there. And there's still tickets available for anybody that likes the song they hear after this one. Go check them out. They're one of the Chicago greats of the uh, late 90s. Yeah. Right on, right on. Cheers, Milk Crate. All right.
Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission at Meany Radio. Anyhow, you know, um, I was talking to John B. Huggins. Uh, he does the actual, uh, he does a lot of track day, uh, I guess, turn workers. You know, he has his own deal when it comes to that. And it's very, very important to have turn workers because without them, we'd basically be in a world of shit. So, that being said, let me put on my microphone so I can hear you all and talk proper. So, uh, John B. Huggins, yar yar, I got your email. And, uh, you know, uh, like I always say, without turn workers, we'd be in a world of shit. And uh, I always say, um, <laughs> you know, try and give them something, something, you know, six-pack or something at the end of the day. But that being said, uh, you know, I asked him uh, who's he running with now. And uh, obviously, Apex Assassins, uh, he... he, he um, gave me a heads up with and uh, they do motorcycle track days and uh, um, I want to say I want to uh, give a heartfelt sorry to uh, say rest in peace for your uh, pal Chris Lesh uh, part of the uh, Apex Assassins family yar it's always sucks to lose someone uh, that's close to you especially when you run motorcycles and um, just want to say um, um, yeah, a heartfelt uh, rest in peace. So uh, as far as uh, that goes, you know, Apex Assassin does uh, motorcycle track days, and uh, part of the crew they'll they'll be out there on October 29th at Chuckwalla Valley and uh, December 4th on Las Vegas Las Vegas Motor Speedway. So um, you know, uh, always nice to have track days. Like I said earlier, uh, John B. Higgins uh, brought me on to this, and uh, you know, he does all motorsports flagging. And uh, with Apex Assassins, you know, I asked him, uh, you know, are you with uh, AMA, ARMA, FIM? I mean, uh, it's nice to have an, uh, a crew with you that will actually be. Let's get a whole flagging crew in a bus to take to you for racing, right? You know, it's a very, yeah. very difficult thing, you know. And if you can show up with a class flagging crew in a track of any sorts, whether it be motorcycles, cars, or whatever, you know, you are doing a big service to whatever that track is. You know, it's, it's a big deal, you know, and, and these people got to be trained. And, uh, you know, um, back in the old days, to be a racer, you'd, you'd actually have to be a... Of, of work as a flag person before you actually got on a track, which I always thought was a great actual, you know, rule. Good, you put know. you to work first. Yeah, well, also it gives you an appreciation to not be out there being ass, because mm -hmm. you know that we picked up, you know, first sight shit, and also a great way to see what's happening on the on the actual course itself. But anyway, that being said, you know, um, it's very very important uh, to appreciate your uh, flag workers, uh, you know, everywhere and. Uh, Anyhow, so uh, like I said, John B. Huggins, thank you very much for uh, always uh, being on the show and letting us, letting us know what's coming up next. And of course, uh, you know, uh, it's great that you're actually got a crew now going to places. And, you know, uh, yeah, so uh, you mentioned just earlier, you're running now with uh, track experience. Of course, Apex Assassins into two-wheel track days. And what's really, really cool is like uh, my uncle would love this is the Porsche Club America San Diego region. Uh, and uh, that's really, really neat, you know, because I always wanted a Porsche, but uh, I never won the lotto. And uh, Wade would really, really love this, uh, you know, the UMRA, United Minis Race Association. I'll have to tell him about that, actually. He went out to get a pint, but uh, we'll, he'll be right back. And, uh, yeah, I'll let him know about that, John. Anyhow, yeah, yeah, thank you for always helping us out on the racetrack. 
you know, uh, uh, wherever you're at, it's very, very important to have uh, turn workers out there helping us out in every way, shape, and form. And, uh, you know, also, uh, thanks for letting me know about Apex Assassins. Like I said earlier, you know, I tried to get you on the show, and I stopped the show for various reasons, but uh, yar, yar, uh, heartfelt uh, yar. And uh, you be safe out there, and um, we'll talk later, and uh, get you on the show for sure. Um, yar. Anyhow, uh, let's get some music on, I guess. Uh, when Wade comes back, we're going to talk about the San Pedro Bautista Hill Climb and the Baja International Tourist Club, as well as what's going on right now to get across uh, the pond, uh, well, actually, across the porter, so to speak, and uh, go that route. Yar, yar. Milk crate, so yar. What do we got? Yeah, here we've got Local H, boys from Chicago, playing at the chapel tonight, 8.30 p.m., 25 bucks, still tickets available. Be a very fun show. If you haven't seen a concert since COVID, come on out. Yar. And Chapel's a really cool place, and there's a lot of places to eat around there. Yar. Yeah.
boom, boom, boom. All right. So, anyways, I was just lamenting with uh, Milk Crate and Wade. Uh, you know, my last uh, week, I was just like in the middle of fucking like going down the drain and how life all of a sudden interjects and, you know, makes everything happy again, which is like, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess that's racer's luck, so to speak. So, uh, that being said, um, boy, Supermoto USA is coming back into town. And I just really, really want to say, you know, uh, Michael Day back in the old days is a big name. Wade and I were just talking about him and yeah, yeah, Wheelie Wednesdays and all that. So, uh, Michael Day was back in the old days, you know, he always was really great at, uh, you know, navigating and being out there and being, being the ref of all them races. Remember, <laughs> you know, yeah. being out there. Yeah. So anyway, Supermoto USA is coming back out. It's, uh, pre presented by Wonder CBD. Yar, yar. I wonder what CBD is. Yar. Anyways, uh, nice tagging on that one. So anyways, round four is going to be here on October 2nd and 3rd. That's right here. Uh, I guess this Saturday, Sunday or whatever. But it's over here at Sears Point. You know, it's at the cart track. It's going to be double points for the championship series. It's a big deal, actually. Uh, round four is going to be on October 2nd and 3rd. You know, uh, Brock McTall... Brock Mc... Brock Mc... Mc <laughs> Tongue tied, wait. Brock McAllister uh, is out there as well. But anyways, uh, serious point, they call it Sonoma California Raceway or something nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Sonoma, Sonoma. Yeah. Turn the mic towards your head a little. Sonoma, Sonoma. Sonoma. Yeah, straight. Perfect. How's that? Sonoma. Yeah. Yeah, they call it Sonoma Raceway or something nowadays. Serious point. Uh, point is what we all call it. But they're going to have a big uh, big round four on the car track, which actually they had a big, nice layout. At, uh, if you look in the face of my book, it looks really, really cool. And uh, what's really, yeah. really cool, it'll be double points for the championship series. You know, it's a favorite track of racers. Uh, as always, a uh, perfect mix uh, of high speeds and technical sections. I read that out of the manual. But anyways, <laughs> it's a fun track in Napa Valley, wine country, or better yet, microbreweries and great food. I wrote that myself, so give me credit for that one. But uh, seriously, if you've ever been on a little track, I mean, uh, I think you, you went out there once and over in the Stockton way. Yeah, Stockton where, Road, yeah. Yeah, where you, where you did a little, little run. And um, these guys are like that, and they're all fast, and they're all very, very serious. And I was going to mention earlier... You know, I'm going to be talking uh, about our boys, uh, Hawk Mazada Moto Camp and FirstRide.org. But I think, uh, you know, you boys, uh, Brock uh, and, uh, you know, the uh, Supermoto USA, I think you might even have uh, a round for the little superbikes. So I'll have to talk to you about that and maybe get you on the show. But I think they have mini bikes for kids, and they're doing this stuff out there for the Supermoto USA. So I'll have to find out. And if so, I'm sure that would be where the uh, Hawkmas Automoto Camp and the FirstRides.org would like to end up in the end racing over with Supermoto USA. So that's really, really cool. Uh, they're going to be there at uh, round four, October 2nd and 3rd at Sears Point, uh, which what we call uh, Sears Point, and they call Sonoma Raceway or something. And they'll be at the cart track. Uh, you, so you've never ex been on the cart track at Sears? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I've ever I've been really up on the hill. Yeah, same, same here. I, I think I've ever really run yeah. across that. So, anyways, uh, uh, very important. Uh, open practices on Saturday and racing for all mini motor and uh, SM bikes are on Sunday. Got to check them out. I wrote somewhere else some more uh, notes, but I guess I lost them. Um, however, uh, oh, here they are. As far as the Supermoto goes, yeah, uh, definitely get on the interwebs and uh, sign up now. And it's always nice to have sponsors. Uh, sponsors for the Supermoto boys are uh, Stigler Insurance Agency. Always nice to have an insurance boy out there. 
stay sick, whatever that means. Uh, stay, stay sick. What does that mean? Stay psych. Stay psych. All right. Stay psych. There you are. Whatever that means. I'll talk to the boys. Works Connection. I've heard about that before. Works Connection seems like a, a old school name. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, uh, McAllister Motorsports. So uh, I'm sure Brock means uh, he's uh, building bikes out there or something. And uh, here's my favorite. Uh, this is this is like uh, my favorite of all my sponsors that I have here in my notes. And it's just SBB, Suspension by Buck. Nice. Yeah. What a better name than having Suspension by Buck. <laughs> I no, just think he should be yeah. driving a Ford. Yar. Anyway, so uh, those are the, spins, uh, the sponsors for uh, Supermoto USA. And uh, you boys have a great time this uh, weekend on October 2nd and 3rd at Sears Point. Should be a wonderful weekend. And, uh, you know, uh, get a hold of Supermoto USA to enter and now. And like I said earlier, it's a, it's a good weekend, especially if you miss things. Nothing better than having a double points weekend. Yar. Because uh, racing is all about making the whole series. So a double points weekend can make a huge difference of, like, you know, sticking your tongue out at the guy who keeps passing you. Yar, yar. Anyhow, yeah, so here we go. Any boys got something to say? What do we got? Oh, uh, right. What's new with me? I got one of those newfangled electric bikes. Ooh. Uh, I decided to skip the whole generation of fuel injection and just go straight to the electric motor. I think O'Sullivan had one of those, yeah? Yeah, I bought one of these ones that's in sort of the legal gray area right now. It has pedals on it, so it's technically a moped which means you don't have to register it. Um, you're supposed to not go more than 30 miles an hour on it, but it does about 50. Um, and the best thing is that you can buy these set up for dirt. Uh, the brand that, it's, that it is is called Onyx, O-N-Y-X, and they make sort of a cafe racer-looking bike. Um, but they can sell you a dirt suspension kit, and I've been having a lot of fun doing a little bit of off-roading in the Presidio and the... Uh, La Honda mountain bike trails not really supposed to be in there but if no one's on the trail no one yells at you and the thing is silent so most people don't even see it coming till you pass them yep. gotta kind of put yep. a bell on it right or a little thing yeah. don't, don't want to run into a cow and yeah. it beats the shit out of having to go all the way down to Hollister to off road it may not be the perfect machine but man it's nice to just go 15-20 minutes or go across the bridge and hit the Marin Mountain bike trails. Oh, yeah. and Golden Gate Park. Golden Gate oh, Park. Man. Yeah. No, Craig, we got a. You we can got get a all kinds of stuff. Oh, we're getting a call. Fantastic. Let's see if I can get them on the air. Yeah, wait. I was like, oh, I wonder about these electronic things here and there. I guess we're going to have to do some reviews and uh, get around that. <laughs> I think you've ridden one before, right? What's that? Uh, electric motorcycles or bicycles? Oh, I, I got to ride a electric motorcycle at the, at the mile once upon a time. Nice. At the, at, the, at the mile over here in Sacramento? Uh, Stockton, actually. Ooh, nice. Uh, I did like 80 miles an hour, and it was, it was actually, we had a great time. It was, really? It, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it was built for Pikes Peak, but it, it did fine. It was kind of like a, a single. So yeah, yeah. my buddy Frank Hawk? Crane and I Can went out us? together. Oops, I should have Hawk. <laughs> is hey. he there? Hello? Look, I heard of some people there. Yep, I hear you guys. I Look. hear you. Who are you speaking with? This is Hawk Mazada. The Hawk NSA? Mazada. Hey, hey, Ma Hawk. He's I was just going to... Uh, yeah, I was just going to talk about your backyard burner going on here on a Sunday, October 3rd, and it sounds like a great time. Yeah, well, great. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's been a while. How are you guys? Doing great. We haven't been on for a while here and there, but uh, weather's getting great, and we're all getting back in the form, so to speak. And uh, I heard you're at the... 
you're at the Wild Heart Ranch. Wild Heart Ranch, correct? Yes, sir. Wild Heart Ranch in Cottonwood, up in uh, Northern California, right below Redding. Right below Redding. We were just talking about a friend yeah. over there in Redding. Yar, yar. So tell us about the event. I mean, I heard the last time was really, really great. And uh, you're on round four of the Backyard Burner? Round four, yep. So this is, uh, this is a um, family event that is for little, little guys on the electric bikes. I say two years old up to um, us big guys on little bikes. So, you know pit bikes call it um on 150 air cooled liquid cooled or 230 below and we've got a i call it a road race course on dirt so it is fast it's flowy it's dirt track we've got safe jumps you know tabletops and rollers um it's a surprise every time every round has a different layout and it's a uh, family. We got tailgating. We have food trucks. We have a DJ playing music and announcing. Um, it's just a really fun, sort of like old school days when everyone used to, you know, have the the, the, the barn burners. And so that's that's the goal of it. So we're on round four. We're keeping points. Uh, there's six rounds total. So yeah, we got we got this one and a couple more, and um, we'll have we'll have champions. Cool. Yeah, it sounds like a great, great time. I mean, um, so as far as uh, the, the folks running, uh, what are the age groups and variations? Yes, so we have 11 classes, uh, starting with the we have an adult open class. And so the maximum CC is 230 air-cooled or 150 CC liquid-cooled. And then we drop down to 125, which is your, your good old old-school XR100 or a TTR125, and then the 110, and then the women's class, and that's an open class with the same CC. And then we drop down to the kids' classes, and that goes from uh, 150 CC down to 85, which are your two strokes, 65, two stroke, uh, Ooh, 110, four stroke, 50, um, two stroke, and then 50 stocks stroke and then the little little guys are on the the electric like, like the stasic bikes so there's something for everybody um, age wise and skill wise we have kids who have really never ridden before and it's the goal of it is to have a, a safe relaxed environment to get people into racing i will lead them around um the first three or so laps to make sure they understand where the track goes of course safe if, if they're not then you know i'll pull them in and and uh you know just make have sure a little talk and, and yeah make sure make sure they're comfortable exactly uh, yep yep that's really awesome i mean uh you know it's uh, right now you know Hawkman's Automotive Camp, uh, as well as uh, we had Clay here from FirstRides.org, and it's really, really good and nice that uh, folks, uh, especially X-Racers and riders now, are making classes to actually teach young kids and folks that, uh, you know, normally wouldn't have a chance to go out there to ride, because, I mean, nowadays, I mean, when we were young, we could actually could just go ride and just be all hooligans, but it's a lot harder now for a kid to be a hooligan, right? <laughs> like, there is no, you know, it's a lot harder to break law nowadays. Yeah. So that being said, it's really, really nice that you give an opportunity for folks to actually, you know, uh, 
get out there and have fun and uh, be out there and explore, you know, whether they want to go uh, faster or, or not, you know. And I think that's great as far as the classes as well. I mean, uh, you, it's nice that you have an adult open and, and a, a women's class as well. Just since you're out there, might as well, since you're throwing a barbecue yeah. on, have a little bit of fun, right? So we, we fit in yeah, somewhere. That's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah just, dude, make it a family event, you know, while we're doing it. it, it, it a lot of people are here watching, you know, parents, grandparents, the siblings and so you know we're trying to make it uh fun for everybody the, the next round my neighbor uh is out of town but the next round we're gonna have pony rides because she runs a, a, a ranch next door wow as well. <laughs> that's awesome yeah yeah i think that's wonderful <laughs> well, come up for that right <laughs> yeah we'll get you guys on some ponies put your helmet, helmets on you got to lose a little weight uh, yeah yeah that's awesome you know uh hawk as far as you know i heard that uh you're presented by Kent's Meats and Groceries over there, and uh, hopefully that means it got great cuts. You know, I have my local uh, Canaceria, and, uh, you know, Kent's Meat and Groceries are at 530-365-4322. So it's nice that you have a local, uh, you know, enterprise out there, you know, helping yeah. you out. It's always cool. Awesome. Thank you, guys. appreciate it. Yep, yep. It's a real uh, local family-backed sort of deal. They're, they're uh, one of the better... Um, family ran businesses and um they're they're behind it and we've got a lot of people that are supporting this it's continuing to grow and we're getting a bit more uh industry support and hopefully good in the near future we'll have some um manufacturer backing and uh, a lot of a lot of exciting things in works we got eric bostrom who is is on board now is one of my uh um instructors slash partners and um some pretty exciting things happening well, you know, you can't go wrong with, you know, teaching youngins, you know, there's nothing better than, uh, you know, uh, getting an interest out there rather than looking at a video screen all day. And there's nothing more positive than going out there and racing. And uh, I saw here that uh, for the races this weekend for round four, round four at the Backyard Burner at the, the Wild Heart Ranch, um, Sign up by 8 to 10 a.m., right, at uh, HawkMazadaMotoCamp.com? Go to the website. All the information's there, and, yep, you can uh, just show up. You don't have to pre-register. Everything can be done uh, the morning of. And uh, we've got a kids' camp on Saturday from, from 8 to 11. And that's three hours of, of drills and training and um, honing skills. And Sunday, uh, yes, 8 to 10 is signed up. Um, you got to be AMA members, which you can do online or you can do in person and sign up to be an AMA member and it's good for the year. All right. So uh, to be in the Moto Camp, it's best to uh, be an AMA member, which we all support uh, as yes. far as uh, being part of that. And oh, okay, that's great. Uh, that's kind of an important uh, uh, thing to, to put out there for all, for all our fans here. Uh, and uh, I hear you're going to have DJ Kerry Davis announcing racing and spinning the tunes. And you're going to have trophies for the top three for, for, for the folks out there, yeah? We got we got trophies for all 11 classes, and uh, they're they're awesome. They're by Bike Graphics. They're, they're legit. They're uh, representing our sponsor, Kent's Meats. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting, these little guys. We never got trophies. We all just road where we could ride and now these these kids and adults they get trophies it's it's pretty cool wow that, that sounds great yeah i mean everyone How loves a trophy maybe show up for this one huh oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we gotta get uh, we got 
The sirens going like, wow. Yeah. We're in the we're in the heart of the mission, yo. <laughs> I hear it. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, that's awesome. You guys, you guys know Donnie Lemlin in El Salvaria, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I haven't seen Donnie in a while for sure, and uh, I, I think I've communicated with Al at, at one point to be on the shore. We might have had him at one point. I'll have to look him up. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, yeah, yeah, for sure. And we, uh, we need those those dates of your last three races or whatever, and we'll pick one out yeah. that hopefully we can make. Yeah, and, we'll, and I, I, got a, I got a little bike, but was, we can need one for Alex. <laughs> yeah, hey, I got, I got a, some bikes yeah, electric here. bike. We've, yeah, can I race one? We've got a, um, um, a Halloween is our next race, the 31st Halloween. Oh. It'll be a dress up. It'll be um, wild time. So you guys are more than welcome. I'll line you up with bikes. Okay. I'll, be, uh, no. I'll be in Mexico there. <laughs> yeah, hopefully well, well, we'll be at the San Pedro Martir. But uh, anyways, um, Hawk, you know, it's it's great that you called in, and thank you, thank you very much um, for, uh, number one, make, making a class for the children out there to be able to have a great time. And uh, we'll do anything we can to help you here at Races Alley because, you know, we all – we all rode as kids as well, and uh, yeah, that's awesome. And uh, October thirty first, that sounds like a great time out there. And uh, yeah. like I said, for our listeners, um, sign ups by eight to ten a.m. Uh, so uh, sign up Hawk Mazada at Moto, uh, Hawk Mazada Motocamp dot com uh, for this weekend at Sunday, October third. You know, it's uh, going to be a backyard burner round four at the Wild Heart Ranch, and. Uh, Presented by Kent's Meats and Groceries. Yar, when we go there, we're going to get a steak. We're going to barbecue it. There we go. Okay. Back <laughs> yeah. in town. Right on, right on. Thank you for awesome, calling in, mate. Guys. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers, All brother. Right. Bye. <laughs> awesome. Always Owie. Yeah, yeah, that's always awesome to have a, you know, well, I was going to actually just talk about all this, but uh, in the end, it's always great to have a, a moto camp come on and call in for us. So anyways, uh, Milk Craig's going to put on a song while I get my uh, heads back together. <laughs> all right, here's a little Black Sabbath for you. Yar. All right. <laughs> That's so great. Ugh. Another subculture racer calling in, Mr. Eric Lindar, and uh, thank God Bill Crate's here to run the run the ship. And you know, we always have funny times overlapping and stuff. But uh, yeah, we'll see whether we can actually make this work or not. And uh, well, it was very very nice to actually earlier have a uh, Hawk Mazada call in, and uh, here we are, uh, Mr. Lindar, you out there? I got some bleed. I am here. <clears throat> I'm out there. <laughs> yeah, you are. I'm way out there. How you doing, mate? What's new and exciting? 
well, just talking to you. Yeah, well, uh, Wade was just mentioning that uh, you guys won't even be able to be here for the uh, Hawk Mazada thing on the 34th because you're going to be in Mexico. Yep. Yar, yar. So uh, well, that, how's that going for you? Well, I, I've got my uh, my entry form. In, in fact, it's right in front of me. I need to fill it out. I uh, brought it home tonight so I can do that. And the... Uh, Tourist Cup down in Baja with Pedro. We are uh, we're doing it. So I got I got my entry form. I need to fill out and, and, and get to him and and get my entry in. That's awesome. Uh, you know I have been going over the rules that we'll go over in a sec. You know after your phone call. You know that type of such. Uh, yeah, and it, 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 he has some certain things to go over. You know you, you just got to make sure you know. You dot all your I's and cross your T's. And especially he mentioned that you got to look at uh, my.usembassy.gov. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, well, that's travel restrictions. Oh. So you got to, I've been saying that my last two shows, but believe me, no okay. one's listened because <laughs> <laughs> I messed him up so bad. But anyways, um, yeah, he, he put that out there and we'll, we'll, get, more, we'll get more into that. But um, I'm going to need one of your fingers. Uh, so please send me that as soon can, as you I can. I can give you one of those. Yeah, yeah. I haven't even got an X-ray of it. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll pick the worst one after all them accidents, and you know we'll just use that as a. Oh, it's the one in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. So anyhow, uh, what, what, how, what, what you running? How you been doing? Well, um, well, I, because of the rules to get into Mexico, uh, I have decided that I'm going to run a little bike. And by by little, I mean it's like small for me. Um, the it, it, it's I'm gonna run the R1. Yeah, I wouldn't and run. That's a just, beginner's bike. Sorry, dude. Just, uh, I thought you were uh, a man. Well, it, it, it's it's an easy bike to ride. Yeah. But I'm gonna <laughs> it, it, and it's kind of small for me versus you know something that you know like like a, a, a KTM or a, a, a V-Strom. You know they're kind of. They're kind of big and upright, so this one's kind of short and it's kind of small. Would this and be your uh, 05? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I had one of those for a second. Those are those are fine motorcycles. Um, and they're good crashers, too. Uh, well, <laughs> I, 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 I can say they ain't, you know, but that's okay. You have a, you have a, you know, teenage girl back over in a, in a, what is it, a Honda, uh, it, no, it's like a Volkswagen bug. But anyways, ran over my 05. But, uh, yeah, anyhow, great bikes. Um, that being said, so you plan on taking an R1 out there as well, uh, uh, which yeah, is fine. well, I, um, the, you, the, the offer was there for a, um, uh, an R6, a 2015 R6. That's a young man's and, bike, dude. But there's a problem with registrations on race bikes and getting them across the border. And I just decided, you know what, it's going to be a lot easier to run a super stock class on a stock bike. And Wade has actually been generous enough to... Uh, build me a, 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 a belly pan that it can hold the two quarts, and and so I'm just going to put a set of Dunlop Q3s on the that I've already got sitting in my garage. I'm just going to throw those on the bike, and and I'm just going to run the street bike and 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 see what it does. 
Well, uh, number one, I always believe that horsepower matters in an environment that you are unsure of. So I, I, I think you would go faster on an R1 than an R6. But that being said, that's an excellent motorcycle. And um, yes, uh, we will be going over the actual, um, I guess, uh, human aspects of getting over the border. I, I have a list of stuff. And yeah. You I'm really more do have your, about you, that than you do actually it. just riding around the course. No, riding course around. It's going to be easy. It's like you know, with, with, with I'm think, thinking Mexico, and you look at the California roads, and got to be about the same. Wait, so, and I thought about that in Argentina until it dumped three inches of rain uh, going over the, the mountain pass. Yeah, but uh, anyhow, uh, I always assume that everything's going to, you know, be what they are. Well, but that being yeah, said, and, um, we and, will and, have the, um, the, the rules going over for you soon as, as far as getting over the border. Basically, you just want to make sure you have your registration for the bike. You know, everything dotted. Yep. Do not take any fuel. Do not take any extra tires. Do not. Well, you can, I think you can take some rims. But, yeah, they're very, very particular what you take over. If you take over a case oh, yeah. of oil, you're not going to be allowed to take a case of oil. You know, it, no. it, yeah, it's it's very, very particular. So, you are, you are. I think it's going to be a fun time no matter what. I mean, how can you how can you not have fun on R1? And I think it's going to be, you know, uh, yeah, it's going to yeah. be an well, endeavor. I'll, I'll, I think it's going to be the first year. And yeah. everyone's going to be out there, yeah. you know, breaking in the courses. You know, pressures, there shouldn't be any pressure. Everyone should be out there having fun. Well, how, and, you know, how, can it, how can it not be fun? Uh, three inches of it's rain. It's on a road course. <laughs> so? And it's like we're racing. It's like, how can it not be fun? It's going to be fun. It will be fun. Even if it rains, it's going to be fun. <laughs> right? Yeah, you, even really, you end rain, up doing a bunch of burnouts at the top of the hill. Is, <laughs> I got an R1. We're, we're, right? we're going to take over the R1 class. Yeah. Production Wait, class. Uh, so uh, you're going to take we're, the R1 as well, yeah? Yeah. Nice. So, He's got me set down as or advertised as a super bike, but no, I'm bringing my street R1. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, no matter what, uh, we'll we'll figure out what's going on out there. But I think it's great. Subculture racing will be definitely you know uh, represented with both y'all. And um, like I said, we just gotta just make sure not to bring anything over there that would bring us back, right? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, what's your next endeavor here? Are are you going to be uh, hanging anytime here soon, or uh, getting oh, ready yeah. to leave? Oh, the, the the next thing coming up uh, for Wade and I, um, we on Saturday we're heading to Bakersfield for nice. our second attempt at Speedway Sidecar. Really? Yeah, yeah. That was the one eighth. Uh, so, uh, well, I don't it's, know. Other yeah. than, it's a, other it's, than we're, 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 we're being loaned a bike, and nobody else wants to ride this bike that came from it's New possessed. Zealand. possessed. You guys are possessed. It's like the, the uh, bike. The, uh, the, the, bike the, is the steam road down the hill, uh, the chariot of doom. Yeah, sort of, sort of like that. But this is a chariot of doom built for two. It's really fast. And no you, shit. You just pin it, pin and it. <laughs> well, it's perfect for you two. It's like the 99, a 1,000 motor and a short chassis. Yeah. Yeah, both well, you boys would do fine. <laughs> well, and, I, I should be there and, and start to do, taking numbers for, like, gambling and shit. You are. That would be awesome. Yeah, it's well, and, and the guy that's loaning us the bike, nobody else wants to ride it because he claims the bike is possessed. Awesome. Well, man, it does funny things. It does. It does, it does, it does. We don't know, doubt we don't, gas it. We don't know any different. <laughs> it's just fucking yeah. great. Right so, through so, it. Yeah. 
<laughs> we, we, we don't know any different, and we learned on a Friday night <laughs> on the AMA Nationals. That's awesome. And, Is that where I saw that picture that of you guys? Practice. Yeah. Wow, I and didn't then, know it was and an AMA Nationals. <clears throat> we raced on Saturday night, and in the Nationals, Speedway Nationals, the AMA championship event at the end of the year, we ended up um, coming in third in the last chance qualifier. Nice. And this was our first time doing it. Well, so that's because you're crazy. better look out. <clears throat> Watch out because we're coming. Well, now yeah. that you know what the, what's going on. It's, it's bumper bikes. No. <clears throat> oh, really? Well, uh, is oh, there yeah. rubbing racing on that? Yeah. We, we know Any, what we're Anything, doing everything now, goes. Wow. It yeah, it's, it's wild. Okay. Bumper bikes. Wow. Okay, so, so that's a different type of, yeah. I did. Well, it's, it's <clears> dirt <throat> racing. It's like NASCAR, except through wheelers. Yeah. 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 Wow, <laughs> Eric, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're we're going sideways on Saturday. So you'll be there this Saturday over in uh, Bakersfield, Bakersfield. Yeah. and uh, yeah. do you know the organization that runs that? Uh, Paris uh, Raceway. Paris Raceway, Some, something like that. Um, but does uh, it run with the Speedway boys? Like you you ran the miles? and part of that? Yeah, those boys, the yeah. stock. Paris Raceway runs everybody. Gotcha. Everybody, yeah. one way or another, they run everybody. So this is their. They're the, they're the, they're the, they're the, yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess there's a track in <laughs> Bakersfield, so they're gonna have sidecars there, and um, I don't know what else they do. This is our first time going south. No, it'll be your second time now. You know, yeah. We went north the first time. They found crazy people. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> second, yeah. Second time on the bike and no brakes. What's your number? Eighty-eight. Nice. Oh, uh, yeah. Easy to remember. Right? <laughs> no, I, I thought we were 68. Oh, you never know. I always thought I was a different uh, number, too. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we were. <laughs> Shit, I forget. Yeah, no, 68. Hey, Speedway. We're 68 Speedway. Okay, 68. Who <laughs> <Well>, I know. <laughs> I'm good at recording. It's been three weeks. I don't have to remember that anymore. Right? Exactly. Whoa. Get that age. You are. Anyhow, uh, Eric, uh, thanks for calling in. I'm going to uh, sign you off because, um, yeah, I need to drink another beer and chill for a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, mate. And uh, Yeah, you're awesome, buddy. I'm was, glad you're back on the air. Uh, I think a lot of people are, and uh, I hope to have you here soon, and we'll, we'll, we'll run across each other racing soon. Oh, we certainly will. Cheers, brother. And ho ho hopefully I'll be seeing you down in Mexico on your R1. <laughs> I really would wish that. Yar, yar. Subculturation. Okay. Yar, yar. Okay, bye. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Right on, Ryan. Right on, right on. That was Eric Lindauer. He's Subculture Racing, uh, one of our better halves here. And, uh, boy, you know, he's been your sidecar man for, what, eight years? Um... Years? Yeah, it's been a while. I don't think Christine's been on a while, but he's been on adventures with you in, uh, in Australia and such. Maybe so. Yeah, so uh, Eric, uh, you know, like nice yesterday. to see you. He's done a lot of different types of bikes and different type of rigs. Uh, really, really cool. Uh, again, you know, it's always nice to, you know, know someone who knows how to turn a wrench and subculture racing. We know how to do things. And uh, yeah, yeah, you guys are crazy enough now to be a. Uh, what do you call that exactly? S uh, sidecar Speedway. Sidecar Speedway. Yeah, at the nice young age of 64, let's go Sidecar Speedway. 61. Oh, that's still a little young. Uh, sorry, I'm 54. <laughs> Whatever. Anyhow, you are, you are. Subculture racing. Anyway, um, 
We got Clay Murphy in uh, just now, and uh, we will start talk about FirstRide.org in a second. We're going to chill out, put some music on while I get my breath and figure out what's going on. You are, you are. And uh, welcome back to Racers Alley here at Beating the Radio and Heart of the Mission. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Milk Crate, what do we got? Got the Melvins. Here. The Melvins. Yar.
R.E.R. Milk Crate's out of here. He's going to go see a great show. And uh, what's the name of the show, Milk Crate? Uh, the name of the band is Local H, and they're from Zion, Illinois. Zion, Illinois, and Local H, they're going to be playing tonight over at the... Uh, over at the chapel. At the chapel. So go over there. You know, it's always a neat place to go. Um, yeah. And uh, always support your local places because right now things are getting hard and, you know, getting back together and stuff. And I just heard lately that the Bottom of the Hills uh, had a lot of shows actually um, back to back. And uh, it was interesting to hear from a, a friend of mine who's a local bartender. He's like, yeah, after being out of job for a year and a half, it's hard to actually be doing shows back to back because as a bartender you're always rolling around and you know it, it, it takes a certain sense of uh, getting things back together you know i mean myself i don't even go to sleep till 4 a.m i can't imagine having a real job again let alone uh, you know a normal race schedule but we'll work on that you know yeah anyhow boy oh boy you know i was talking about firstrights.org and uh, uh Mazzotta came on earlier and called us uh, uh, wonderfully as well and Hawk does a great show uh, great uh, job um, uh, well it's all about the kids right and uh basically nowadays uh you got a lot of track days you got a lot of stuff going on uh you got nowadays when we started riding and racing you basically if you're a racer uh, you went to Sears Point, and if you wanted to do something, you went to, you know, uh, Willow Springs. Uh, Wade actually uh, uh, did more, uh, different generations, motocross as well as speedway and everything else in between. You know, I've always been a road racer, so there was a lot more choices for you as far as going racing. But what I'm saying is, um, what I thought at my avenue, my age, I had one way to go to be a racer. Now, um, we're in an age where... Uh, there are people grooming you. There's places you can go to now. Because obviously due to, you know, uh, intrusions of houses and everything else, you know, when I was young, I was able to go out there and just be a hooligan and just ride yar and get away. There was one cop in town and just go over to the arcade as long as he was over at the Dunkin' Donuts uh, type of thing. But nowadays, I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a big difference. And it's really, really hard. If, you're, if you want to ride a motorcycle, there's no such thing as you know, going out in the pasture anymore or doing your circles or going up the, you know, going up at the, where the houses end and uh, that type of thing or going on the railroad tracks, you know, uh, I was part of all that. Uh, and uh, yeah, you really, I mean, didn't really have to have a license. You just had to have a way to do it. You so now just ride I mean, around the hood. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you were just, you were one of the kids with something. Start with the Briggs and Stratton, you know, and then you go from there. You know, it depends what you had, and you were part of one of the people, you know, uh, the kids with motors there are. So uh, that being said, it's really, really cool nowadays that, you know, um, racers, riders, uh, RH are starting to, you know, realize that, you know, we need to, have generations to learn how to ride that don't have an opportunity or, you know, uh, never even thought about it. You know, everything nowadays is, you know, computer, look at something, blah, 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 blah. So anyhow, um, you know, uh, it's always, always neat uh, when you hear about uh, certain things come out. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so that being said, uh, Clay, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, get nearer to the mic. And Thank you, my friend. Yeah. Thank so much uh, to both of you for having me, Brian as well, and Eric who preceded me. Miss and love that guy. Sure. So, yeah, so Alex, on that note, I mean, I, we've talked about this in the past, and I think you're nailing it on the racer front is uh, in America, we have so few people competing on the world stage. 
because in my view, they don't get a chance very early, like you're expressing. Uh, that's exactly why we exist, uh, to get kids on bikes early. Um, whether they end up racers or commuters, uh, we want them safer. And uh, we want them skilled by the time they enter the road, for sure. Well, you, that that as well. I mean, I mean, Wade, I don't know where you started out. I mean, but I mean, uh, my uncle got me my first bike. And back then, I mean, it was kind of like a greaser social thing. I mean, it wasn't mainstream, you know. And even then, where I lived, you had to go on the railroad tracks and, you know, do old construction sites and find your places to ride. You know, um, America, we've had, you know, in the past, a very strong motorcycling, I mean, up to Kenny Roberts and the Bostroms and the Haydens and stuff, um, a very, very strong, uh, you know, presence and that, that has diminished in a certain respect. And uh, Europe has taken over in a certain respect. But as you see, they've nurtured their racers where they, I mean, they had little race bikes and little things. And, you know, I mean, there was always, um, it, it was almost a class. They, they would look for talent, you know, like a, like a little baseball team. Like, who's that valet guy? Yeah, 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 he seems fast. Right. And then Bob's your uncle from there. We all recall the, faster, right? Alex. You Ross as a kid. Yeah, yeah. So it's great with firstrides.org. I mean, uh, a wonderful thing is um, you're willing to uh, teach any rider out there. You're going to supply the, you know, you supply the gear and uh, and as well as. Uh, uh, you know, you have a, a bunch of folks out there. I think uh, yeah. volunteers such as A.J. Murphy and, you know, uh, Dave Simpson and uh, oh, yeah. Jane Williamson and Dwayne Bratzman. Yeah. And, of course, you. You've heard me say but this. It's a little, you know, self-aggrandizing giving I'm a member, too. But the SFMC, the San Francisco Motorcycle Club, has been invaluable, as well as Bungie Brent from the Oakland Motorcycle Club. Uh -huh. He's gold, my friend. Absolute gold. Um, you know, he showed up at one of our recent trainings the day after experiencing a heart attack, a bunch you of print. So, absolute maniac. Uh, Dave Simpson. I wouldn't doubt that's that what kept him going. Yeah. I got to be there, man. You know, yeah. and I was like, yeah. I, I, you know, Alex, wow. I think you're probably right. I mean, when we were evacuated, we were evacuated from the fires last y'all, everyone, uh, last year. Yeah. This I, time. Talking about that, I mean, uh, firstrides.org was uh, kind of your area was out there that was inundated, right? Yes. Yeah. It actually, within where we have the van, uh, we actually, over the last year, we acquired a van for first rides uh, to use. And where the bikes were stored in the van is literally like 100 yards from where the fire ended just across what is the San Lorenzo River, but it's only a bubbling brook. Uh, that time of year, Alex. And so uh, we evacuated all of that. And thanks to Hillary Davis of the Dames Don't Care Motorcycle Club, yeah, we were uh, able to store all that been. gear in Oakland where we were staying, uh, which was absolutely fantastic. Um, so huge thanks to them. Unfortunately, we did not get burned out, um, but it was quite close. And so while we were evacuated, this is to your point, Alex. No, that's uh, crazy. Yes. Well, we uh, all evacuated. for all our listeners, uh, California is in the USA, and uh, we've had a, an immense amount of fires uh, uh, all over the place. And it's it's been rather destructive. I mean, uh, for European folks, I mean, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it in Greece and other areas like that uh, where it took over Australia as well. Um, anyhow... Yeah, uh, we our, our area here, even though we're kind of considered, uh, you know, a, a posh area. Well, you know, there's a lot of redwoods out there, and boy, you know, I'm glad that they totally missed your compound. And that was actually, you know, Jesus rides. 
So he didn't want your shit to be burnt. Right? You know. <laughs> totally. Jesus is a biker hippie. We right? all know this. It's like, oh, yeah. Like he read Jesus writes a Harley. <laughs> hippie for life, everyone. Yeah. So, so I'm, glad, I'm glad you got through that. Um, so anyhow, uh, that being said, uh, we're running out of time here shortly. Um, what's up next? Yeah, thank you so much. So, uh, you know, over the past year, we've had uh, successful classes every quarter. They've gone really well. We actually did something really cool, a safety meeting in February uh, with an organization called WeLeadOurs.org over in Oakland where we did for what practice training month. We Lead? We Lead Ours.org. We Lead Ours.org. Okay. Yes. Also known as WeLo. Uh, uh, we did for Black History Month a safety talk over at a local park in Oakland where we brought some bikes and had the kids sit on them, put on some safety gear, and go over the importance of it while also um, describing some of my personal heroes, African-American motorcyclists that I've grown up admiring, like Ricky Gadsden, you know, and yeah, yeah. obviously Bubba Stewart is my, my son's idol. <laughs> yeah, so, awesome. totally, yeah. Let's get him on the show. Let's yeah. get them both on the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. I'd love to get myself yeah. at some point. It's been a successful year really all around. Uh, so we've gotten storage for the bikes great. now sorted. We've gotten all the bikes that we kind of need, believe it or not, y'all. Really? So, so uh, good. Um, I'm glad that um, to a, so you're, you're, you're well set in that way. But we could always use more bikes, actually. But uh, no, that's nice. Um, so is run. It, is there, <laughs> is working on that. <laughs> so what would, uh, as, as far as you know, firstrides.org. I mean, um, you got a really, really nice uh, uh, gift from the FM racer uh, Jocko uh, Testola, and uh, he did one with Revzilla, where you're able to actually dish out like, okay, we need a size nine boot, and you know, we need gloves, and we need you know bar busters for the bikes um it would be nice if you put out a want list yeah. from now on yeah and then just we'll have people check out the want list oh my gosh i love that yeah i will totally uh, uh, that. i mean a full works. want list you Thank know you. and then people will be able to go okay i got that i, love I got it. that i got that and i got that yeah well uh, when i heard the rep sellers it's like yeah that just why didn't we do that you know, Bob's boots. your uncle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so, really uh, middle-sized boots. He's a yeah, lifesaver. Yeah, exactly. We're I need things a, together. Yeah. You know, and this so, guy only you know, likes you know Yamaha. So you got any yellow jerseys? You know, <laughs> Bob's your uncle. You know, so that type of thing. So yeah, I think that would be a great idea because you know people have stuff and also um, people like to do stuff. So if there's a thing where like, well, let's just. I'll give that for Christmas for my yeah. Santa list and that type of shit, you yeah, know. Totally. So I think that's exactly. a good, yeah. So, so I, I think I, that so would, balance. I think that would help. Thank <laughs> you. So the next step, we'll definitely we'll create that wish list and we'll share it with you. Thank you so much. No problem. And thank you to Jack, uh, affectionately. Uh, and he's actually our very first donor uh, ever. He's he actually encouraged me to set up our first GoFundMe there. Awesome. Uh, so many thanks to him. Yeah, our yeah. Next steps are we're seeking more. Well, volunteers. thank him for the ideas. <laughs> right. So we need good more man. volunteers and we need applicants. Believe it or not, we've okay. actually worked through our entire wait list and we have three kids. Uh, for our class that our next class is december 4th Saturday, okay december 4th. Uh, so explain that uh, yeah. you would like to have a, a, a you know some more kids to be out there and uh, your next uh, uh class is december 4th it is thank you alex it's saturday december 4th at hollister hills and there's just a simple uh google docs form just a simple online form at our website firstrides.org on the apply page 
is a simple form and they just go there and fill out their age and experience size that that way we can suss out gear for them make sure they're in the appropriate class if they've got tons of experience as i say on the form they're probably in the wrong class this is very basic gotcha at the same time they get tons of information we work with a professional uh trainer right now uh someone uh, affiliated with a um, motorcycle safety foundation mike roosterfor uh nsf down there at hollister hills real nice fellow so definitely want to give him a shout out and uh, we're definitely hoping to increase the number of classes that we can carry out a year, which would definitely help having more volunteers. Well, you know, I think I think uh, as we get the word out, you know, I mean, we all started certain things uh, when and then the COVID hit, and then everything just went sideways last year, and still through this year, nothing has finished yet, you know. And I remember when you started, and uh, it was nice that once when there was a certain non-mask mask requirement that you went out there, and I'm sure a lot of people had fun, you know? So it's very, very important, you know, to know that, I mean, we're all starting out again. And uh, it, what was very, very impressive to me, I mean, as you mentioned before, that, you know, for my listeners out there, uh, First Rides is a chartered service member of the American Motorcycle Association. They are sanctioned and insured. That means when your kids go out there, they get an AMA card. So they could say, you know, we started at firstrides.org before I kicked your ass and, you know, AMA number one, you know, motard racing or something. You are, you are. So, I mean, yeah, it's like, you all got to start somewhere, you know, and that's a big fucking deal, right? Thank oh, you, sorry. Bro. For your parents out there. Yeah, yeah. So, anyhow, uh, that's very, very important. Like I said, I mean, we're trying here to make racers again because Europe is way ahead of us. And, um, yeah, uh, that being said, you know, uh, firstride.org, and like I said earlier, Hawkman's Automotive Camp, they are teaching know. kids, you know, and they're, you know, there's no one out there doing that. And uh, what I really like about that also, I really got to talk to the Supermoto USA boys, is I believe they do also have little kid, uh, li guys out there who would actually accelerate from these two schools doing little road race bikes out there at uh, Sears Point this weekend for the, you know, the, the Supermoto USA thing. That's so, what yeah. we're doing. I think you know, you know it's trying it's to so, yeah. send these kids to these um, to other accelerate. to learn advanced skills. You can only play a musical instrument, you know, on the street for so long and, uh, you know, go from there. So I'm glad that, uh, you know, you're really out there helping everyone out. And um, you are, you are, Clay, help. you know, all cheers, brother. Help. Alex, yeah. Wade, with all and, your uh, help, too. You're one of our biggest uh, supporters. Thank you so much. I mean, yeah, I'm so poor too. Yeah. You, <laughs> you should look at our homepage. Uh, we can feature all of the. No, um, actually, wait. I was going to mention that uh, I was looking at their homepage and they got us our shows. So and it was just like, really, you know, it's right. like no one talks about us. And here they are. We're That's on Racers idea. Alley. We're, so, uh, we're, we're out there somewhere, mate. There you you know. <laughs> oh, okay, we exist. Yeah. We're all a community. Right. We're all together. Yeah. And that's that's the real thing, really. I mean, we're trying to make motorcycle going, uh, and we're trying to keep everything alive. And uh, as far as your San Francisco Motorcycle Club, how's yeah. everything going? Yes, everything's going really well. In fact, um, hopefully we're going to be welcoming Bungie Brent as a member tonight. Awesome. That's one of the reasons why I'm up here is to vote on him. Okay, so you'll be heading out to, no, oh, oh yeah, name, name like Bungie Brent, oh yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah Bungie Brent Photography. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that's great. Uh, Wade, do you have anything to say to our guests before we head on out? Uh, hi. Um, Zoom, we're having a good time. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I love I'm, me um, some Wade. And uh, Subculture Racing is doing great. And um, yeah, yeah, Berliner, Berliner, Christine's doing fine. 
Yeah, it kind of looks on the outside. She's working way too hard, though. Yeah, it's you have your own business. You work. You are. You are. You got to work hard. You don't want to say that. But uh, anyhow, uh, Berliner Berliner is right next yeah. to uh, Tornado out there in a yeah. lower hate across from Molotovs. They have great food, and uh, you usually find me out there on a Monday or Tuesday watching movies with Charlie. Uh, Charlie Hernandez, happy birthday tonight, brother. You know, worked at uh, Toronto, and you're a dear friend from uh, Middle and years. So, anyways, happy birthday. A lot of friends are uh, having birthdays here in this October time. But, uh, Charlie, here you are. Happy birthday. Thank you for always having great movies at Toronto. You are. <laughs> that being said, uh, so, Subculture Racing, uh, you are. We'll be at the San Pedro Matir Hill Climb. Uh, Clay will be yeah. doing a great time with firstrides.org. I'll have my show on again next week, but I might have some uh, in between because uh, I, I, I talked to uh, Pamtastic, and I might do an hour uh, during the week and just totally uh, dedicated to the San, Mint San Pedro Martin Hill Climb and the Baja International Tourist Cup because I haven't spent enough time going over the roster and the rules, and um, I, I mentioned that I would... Uh, Name everyone's names who was running and all that good stuff and all the security staff in this uh, particular world. So I plan on doing that uh, maybe tomorrow or next day. I'll talk to Pam. But uh, thank you again for listening to Racers Alley. Thank you, Mr. Wade Boyd. So close to racing. Say thank you for Clean Murphy, FirstRides.org, SFMC, and ERER. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> thank you, Wade. Thank you, Mutiny Radio. ERER. Thank Woo. you, Mutiny Radio. And they all be having Alley. And Racers Alley. <laughs> Cheers, guys. ERER. Let's thank see you. if I can actually make this work. and opened endless lay alright so we got something for you I'll do it out here in a minute anyway <laughs> and it had legs walked up to me and kicked my ass in a good way I was bleeding yeah in a good way and stayed that way Forever. Mouth open. I fall again into you. Breathing what I want and eating all that's left. Believe in the spine rattle, baby. Push back against it. Stretching, getting, and then coming. Oh, cha! Bent down, breathing. And that, that poor girl was raped, and, uh, and then the guys got off. So what does, that, what does that teach them? That you can get away with it, A, if you have enough money or enough power, and B, you can do that to women anyways. I mean, we can just grab women by the pussy now. It's not a problem. Well, like, mean, she's, oh, she's passed out? Well, that's her problem. Well, I I'm, mean, we have a bunch of Brock Turners that are walking around. I mean, yeah. that, you know, six months ain't shit, you know. Yeah. You know, it's, it's... Re released from jail after three months. 
Oh, excuse me. You're right. Three months. Yeah, yeah released from jail. Six. six. He only served right. three. The yeah. Stanford uh, University swimmer bowed his head as he rushed past a bunch of. Uh, it's. That's the kind of society, the sick, disgusting society that we live in. Yeah. Yep. You know, these are mothers and daughters and sisters and aunts. These are, you know, women are people who give birth and life. And this is how we're treated, you know. Well, it just, I no mean. justice it, for our bodies. Right, We're right. Or that, property. Exactly. And that's the thing that's terrible is that when people feel that they can overpower you, either overpower you or, I really think the drunk thing, it's... A 14-year-old girl cannot, the, the, the blame cannot be put on her because she's drunk. Absolutely no. not. She's experimenting. There's things happen. I mean, how much can you, I mean, God, I that's didn't drink when I was 14, but if you have like, you know, but that's the, a couple that's the classic, sips. It's, that's the classic excuse for a lot of like, um, you know, a lot of the court cases use for the fact of, well, she was intoxicated. That is the classic excuse. Just because she was intoxicated does not give anyone the right to be violated. Right. No. Point blank. Just, or what she was wearing. That's, right, right, these right, are all right, the right, classic right, right. cases of, well, she was dot, 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 something. Right. You know. She asked for it. Uh, armed protesters outside the house of Brock Turner's parents castrate rapists. Do you guys think we should castrate rapists? Yes. <gasps> that was another movie that I saw on the Netflix. It shapes everything. It was a movie with Hard uh, Candy? Yes. Oh, hard God. Candy. I have a story about Hard that. Candy. Tell us. Okay. Hard candy. First give a little synopsis so people so, know what so it's about. So the movie Hard Candy stars uh, Ellen Page Ellen and that guy Page. who's in every like the horror movie now. What yeah. is that guy's name? I, I have no idea. Know. He shows up in like all the Amityville stuff and all that. Yeah, he's just that guy and you're always like oh it's that guy. With the glasses. Yeah. He's that guy. Well anyway you know how he looks like you know, a little bit like a pedo. Well, that's his character in this movie is a pedophile <laughs> who's trying to uh, uh, lure Ellen Page to his house to uh, take advantage of her. But lo and behold, Ellen Page is actually the predator yes. because she has a plan to castrate him. Uh, and so I'm watching this movie, and I've seen this movie before. I saw it when I was in when it first came out, and I was in college. Awesome. Oh wow! And. Uh, it got to that scene, but I was watching it with this girl I was trying to impress. Oh. <laughs> so we're sitting on my couch, right, Snuggling. watching this movie. And the thing is, oh. I studied film. I know how this whole shot's composed and everything that's going on. And I still, for some odd reason, had this body reaction. It was probably because I did a whole bunch of edibles beforehand. Right. Where I reacted like it was actually happening. Oh. And I went into shock. <gasps> And fainted and passed out <laughs> and came to in a pool of my own sweat going, what, what happened? And, and she's just looking at me and I was like, yeah, if you want to go, that's cool. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and she went. And she went. She left. She oh, left. She left. Oh, but because I, you I, passed I, out? That's... Well, no, and I, I give it to her. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't stick around for that either. I mean, <laughs> you know. There was no ass. No. Because of watching Hard Candy. No. If, a, as there shouldn't be. No, no I know. <laughs> I, if you would have gotten to the end of that, at the end of that movie, I mean, how do you even... Yeah, how do you transition How do you transition into, into a sexy time? I'm sorry, I laughed, and I thought of Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah. And I was just like... 
and I, I kind of cheered because I was just like, I was one of those people. I thank God I watched it at home, but I was just like, that's what you get, you fucking rapist. I was, I just had this moment of relief, like, yeah, that's what you. Well, and once you find out that he was really implicated in the thing yeah. that she was accusing him of, I was like, yeah, yeah, kill that guy. Yeah, it, it, it was a <laughs> Chop very, that dude. But it, it was very it, interesting it, movie, and it was interesting in a storyteller perspective yes. where yes. you and you believe him and don't believe, and when you yeah, think she's it crazy, ambiguous. it was very ambiguous. Yeah. And they they keep switching sides where you feel you feel for him, you feel yeah for you feel for him, and then you don't, and yeah. and uh, that all happens. This is very sad. What uh, Brock. Turner's father said, and this makes me angry. Let me do a poor. His life will never be the one he dreamed about and worked so hard to achieve. Dan A. Turner wrote a letter arguing that his son should receive probation, not jail time. That is a steep price to pay for 20 minutes of action out of his 20 plus years of life. Action? I hate that. You are the reason that he raped her. The father should be the one that should go to jail. Because if you are calling rape action as if it's a sexual, like, like it's just another sexual conquest for your son, because that's where his self worth comes from, being a strong athlete and And fucking girls. I mean. It's, Who said it was 20 minutes? He will never be his happy-go-lucky self again with an easygoing personality and a welcoming smile. Oh, because yeah, he's, he's a registered rape- sex offender he's now. He's a rapist wow. now. Wow. Yeah, they, uh, he moved back to Ohio. I believe that's where um, yeah. his family's from. But, I mean, the fact of the matter is just like, so now he has a scarlet letter. Boo. Good for it. You're not. That's what you get when you rape people. When you rape people or when you kill people. That's what happens. We tell you. He needs to get more jail time. Yeah. I just. He needs to get raped in prison. You know what? (laughs) You know what? That's. Fitting punishment for the crime. Exactly. You know, I should. Oh, you mean you're not a person? You mean your body was taken from you by someone without your permission? Oh, my gosh. And and that's so awful for you. That's why he got the short release. I bet you he was getting ass threats in prison. I hope so. They probably were like, so you like to rape women, huh? <laughs> you know, because a lot of, from what I hear, this is jail talk. From what I hear, a lot of inmates don't like women beaters and rapists. So those are two, those are the guys that they usually go after. And kid touchers. Yeah. And, oh yeah, and petties. Yeah. They don't like petties. Oh, you've heard this jail talk before too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, they would probably try to get up into some Brock and they're like, oh, oh we here we go. Back. I put it in. I put it into our Google and I said, prisoners don't like, and the first thing <laughs> came up was child killers mm. high five prisoners yeah. don't Gay like society <laughs> okay so um yeah prisoners don't like child killers <laughs> ex-con reveals exactly what happened to child abusers in jail Ooh. <laughs> now oh. we're turning into dark. Page, yeah. yeah pretty dark um ex-cons reveal exactly what happens to child abusers in prison Popular culture and TV and movies tell us, often with glee, that child abusers and rapists have a pretty hard time in prison. (laughs) But by hard time, I mean they have to be protected and segregated from general population by prison staff to avoid pretty serious physical abuse and attacks from other inmates. The story goes that prisoners code say they have to group hate all sex offenders and attack them when possible. But just how true is that in real life? A Reddit user called the Night Spoon Good night, Spoon. Uh, asked that question and got some revealing answers and stories from ex-cons. User 
Dusted Nuggets gave a pretty harrowing account. Sorry. Yeah, it's great. We're trying to get serious. Dusted Nuggets and Goodnight Spoon have a pretty, pretty harrowing account of his experience in a high security prison and a pretty nasty beating he witnessed. I was just in another, right, I was just in a high security felony wing of jail waiting for extradition to another state not in prison at the time. Well, the few that came in were told to go to SAG or get their fucking heads busted every day 